Hey, welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Krug, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. We're recording this episode on Monday, April 3rd. And joining me, as always, my dear friend, Dr. Orfe Devangi, PhD economist. Dr. O, we like to talk about the things that make people happy. And in the last couple of episodes, we probably haven't. So let's shift it up gear a bit. There are some cities that are really booming in the United States and continue to boom, continue to kind of defy, I don't say, like, I would say the odds, I guess, would be the, the right way to, to present that. With regard to their growth, they don't look like they're stopping. What are those two cities that look like they're really moving with regard to jobs? Yeah, it's, it's Austin, Texas and Jacksonville, Florida. Isn't it Nashville, Tennessee? Oh, yeah. Nashville. Nashville's there. That's right. Nashville was the top one, followed by Austin, Texas and Jacksonville, Florida. Why is Jacksonville on this list? This is the first I've heard of that. Man, listen, we talked about this on the podcast. You know, look, these cities do not surprise me whatsoever. They might surprise the untrained eye, but they do not surprise me whatsoever. What do those cities have that other cities don't? I mean, obviously, they've got there's some tax advantages if you live in Texas, Florida, or Tennessee. There's no state income tax. And we could talk about that. Here's what they have. Population growth, domestic migration. People are moving there. People are moving there and people who moved there bid up house prices, which created a ton of house wealth, housing wealth. And all these people that now live there, some of them don't even actually work there, which is where it's really interesting. It's just that all of this housing wealth helps homeowners go out and spend more money. They're richer. They have more home equity. And so, of course, that stimulates local housing markets. And so the relationship between house prices, home equity, Right. Or housing wealth in the labor market is, is, is that it's very simple. You know, homeowners spend more rich homeowners, wealthier homeowners spend more. And so and that helps support job openings, higher job openings, higher demand and higher demand for 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 workers. Population growth means there's a ton of supply of workers as well. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that's what's going on there. I wrote a, a report recently that showed that Florida overtook the state of New York for being the second most valuable housing market in the country. And that's that that's it, man. That's the secret. And and again, then the, the then the reason my you we might ask, like, okay, well, why is it that people go there? Well, there's the weather, it's nice down there. It's really nice, in fact. And then there's uh you know, there's the fact that yeah, they have very free economies, you know, less regulations, lower taxes. People love that. You know, it's good. It makes sense, especially at a time where around the country, you know, we've got this inflation surge, right? And so, yeah, why not go to a place where your dollars go further? Well, talk to me about, so I'm surprised at ja about Jacksonville, but but I was actually just, you know, I was just in the greater Jacksonville area over this past weekend, visiting with my brother and sister-in-law. And I could see that from the standpoint of like business growth, like job growth. I'm not necessarily seeing that. How about the next three cities that are on this list? I find them to be somewhat interesting, but also kind of all over the board. Two of them have some similarities. Well, all three of them have some similarities. Orlando, New Orleans, and Las Vegas are all on this list. Orlando and Las Vegas, obviously, again, in a state where there's no, Nevada has no income tax. People move there. Remember, 
It's all about the movement of people. For sure. It's a lot of California expats that have moved in that direction. Orlando. Look, Florida house home values are still up in double digit territory. Talk to me about New Orleans, though. I mean, one of the three, those three towns all have something in common. They are kind of like adult party towns. I mean, Orlando, you know, is, I think, often sort of, you know, equated directly with, you know, Disney and the whole Disney empire. But Orlando is also, Nightside is a is an adult party town. Vegas certainly is. And New Orleans without question. And you could say that, frankly, Nashville is too. So, I mean, is this like the suspended state of adolescence? Younger people that have the flexibility to move are moving to places where they can have a nice climate, have lower taxes and party. Yeah, you know, when you look into who's moving there, you realize they're not that young anymore. They're millennials. I mean, they're not that young anymore. I mean, you know, look, 41 years old, 41 years old is the oldest millennial in 2023. So they're not all that young anymore. They're starting families. They're going where housing is still somewhat attractive, uh, where there's nice weather, where they can afford to buy a home. They're running away from the West Coast and the North Pacific Northwest, that's for sure. And even some of the Southwest, right? Where, you know, they're, you know, some of it, not all of it. But yeah, I mean, they, they're the ones, they move to those areas. They're moving during, they moved during the pandemic. They're moving them there today. And they have, yeah, they have uh, arts. They have a great music scene. They have entertainment. They also have good booming towns with house, good housing and their friends are moving there. You know, I mean, we have, we have friends that move to Tennessee. We talk about this all the time and they're moving from more expensive cities and they're able to work from home. Well, let's talk about that part because I think inside of the economy, I think that that might be one of the underlying drivers. So the reality of it is for, you know, a lot of, in particular, white obviously white collar workers, people that, you know, they can work, you know, from anywhere or nowhere at all, as long as they have an internet connection. Is that driving this as well? It's like, you know, you can, you can just pick your city now. Absolutely. You don't have to wait to retire to move to Florida anymore. I mean, I I was looking at, uh, you know, it's not too long ago, I was looking at housing and I was like, you know what, maybe... Maybe the good weather, you know, and, and, and there are some nice communities, you know, right on the golf course, you know, you get a golf cart in your driveway and you just get up in the morning and you go on the golf course and you can bring your laptop, man. Nothing stops you from getting work done. So you have now a combination of millennials, Gen Xers, you know, all moving into the same areas. And that's why those areas are booming relative to the rest of the country. I appreciate the insights as always, Dr. O. For Orfe Divangi, this has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics at americastalking.com. <laughs>